0: Welcome to PCI Cast, a conversation about life and faith in the Presbyterian Church in Ireland. Let's hear what the team have been talking about this week.
1: Hi, everyone, welcome to the second episode of PCI Cast. You're here today with me, Craig Lynn. I'm the minister of Rathcoole Presbyterian Church, and here with my co host, uh, Ben Preston, the, the minister of uh, Craigie Hill Presbyterian. So good to be back with you again. Thank you so much for liking and sharing and listening and subscribing to the podcast so far. We're nearly up at 100 subscribers, not not subscribers, not far off that. Oh,
2: we're delighted and, and hopefully you have uh, enjoyed the first and we've got a, a, a cracking uh, interview uh, ahead of us. But before we get there... We have a few housekeeping things to get to through.
1: And the first one is that it's our sad duty to inform you that the first winner of our PCI cast book giveaway was to the uh, formidable David Fulton, who is a member of yours in Craigie Hill. So for those of you who are suggesting fix, we, we promise you that it, that it really wasn't, because if we were going to fix someone to win, it wouldn't be him, would it? I love David. <laughs> we um. love David. I love David. He is a, a wonderful organist and an excellent elder.
2: That's and tremendous. And he, 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 he deserves this book, Scripture Alone, by James R. White.
1: So, David, congratulations. You can add that to your collection of books in your house uh, and enjoy reading. And we'll have another giveaway later on today. Our guests will be recommending a book for us today. And if you would like to win that book this week, then you should like and also retweet the program, on our Twitter, Twitter page. Is that the best way, Twitter handle or Twitter, Twitter page? Twitter handle Cast. So if, if you follow us already at PCI Cast, you'll see the second episode being shared by us. If you would like to be in for a chance of winning this week's book giveaway, please like and retweet uh, that uh, post. Yes. So who have we um, uh, head of us today, Craig? It is our absolute pleasure to welcome the wonderful, the formidable, Rachel Cubit, Rachel welcome to the podcast.
0: Thank you very much. It is Good.
1: tremendous to have you with us today. Uh, can you tell us uh, just by way of introduction a little bit about yourself?
0: Okay hello uh, I am Rachel. Hello. Uh, <laughs> I am 31 years of age. Uh, I uh, am the Deaconess in White Abbey Presbyterian Church um, which is wait 10 minutes down the road from yourself we're recording in the wrath cool months today is uh,
1: this the moderator's room Mm -hmm. this is not the moderator's room this is (laughs) the the study it's uh (laughs) do you call it the moderator's room (laughs) i'm retiring to the moderator's room i'm the moderator of a session so technically it is the moderators' room. you could call it that Uh, this is the study and also dumping ground for boxes that we haven't managed to put in the attic yet (laughs) Uh, but there we go so yes you're down uh, in in white abbey yes Uh, and you said that you are a deaconess mm-hmm. right can you explain to us what what's a deaconess,
0: deaconess? what's that a deaconess it's a good question a uh, presbyterian deaconess is a woman called by god to serve him in presbyterian church in ireland and this could be in a church or sometimes in a hospital or in a community outreach center like friendship house in belfast or the international meeting point also in Belfast. Shameless plugs. Yes. <laughs> um, so Deaconesses and churches, they'll work alongside the minister and whoever else is on the ministry team, serving in all different aspects of church life, depending on their gifts and where there is a need. And we're all involved in doing pastoral work, like the one-to-one visiting people. And we can also be involved in doing any other number of things, a bible study or a women's group or mother and toddlers groups and working with the the children's organizations like sunday school it really depends on, on your gifts and on the needs of the church and it that involves getting alongside people at all different stages of life. Um,
2: so yeah. R- Rachel we know that um, um, I guess for an, an average day for a minister kind of looks like getting up at about ten. Preaching at 11 and then retiring for, for, for the day. Um, pretty mm-hmm. much play, going playing golf probably for the rest of the week. That's fair <laughs> to say. <laughs> what well, does an average day look like though for a uh, a Deaconess? <laughs> much more busy. I, I, oh I oh
0: imagine. yes, uh-huh. going go to the spa. <laughs> 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 no, not quite. Um, I guess like ministers, it's not really a typical nine to five no. job because it's people. And... um see people at all times of the day so yeah most of my week is spent visiting folks that can't get out to church anymore people who are elderly mostly or housebound because of their bad health or maybe because they're in a nursing home and then folks who are in hospital for whatever reason or getting treatment and going back and forward between the hospital so i would go and a lot of the week would be spent going to visit these folks and um you know what's lovely because you get to build relationships with them get to um know them and um encourage them really in in their walk with god or whatever stage they're at in their faith and read the bible with them and pray into their situation
1: because that kind of group of people that's a group of people that we all recognize yeah. that kind of people who would love to be out at church and love to be involved in mm-hmm. what the church is doing but simply because of ill health or, or, or frailty or whatever it simply can't be anymore so it's really good that mm-hmm. you know you have that role in White Abbey that is yeah. making sure that they still know that they're loved not just by their their church family but they're still loved by 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 God as well so that must be a tremendous privilege to be able to
0: oh, it is, build those relationships yeah. it is absolutely it's like how people let you into their lives and you know, you get to celebrate the good things that happen in their life, but also supporting them in the really hard times as well. And um, I mean, you really do have to rely on God for for that strength every day, because because that can be tough, depending on what the situation is. So. Um, but yeah, it's a privilege. That's definitely, great. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little yeah. bit about what your pathway into. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Deaconess ship—is that the best way to to refer to it? Th- th- into into the uh, th- your position of deaconess. What did uh, a sense of calling to that mm-hmm. look like for you?
0: Yeah. Um, well, so I I know you, Craig. You uh, do. I've known you. I've had the the joy of knowing you for about nearly nine years now. Did maybe. you hear
1: that? Everyone joy of <laughs> knowing me? Yes. <laughs> um,
0: me, me not so much no, see that other guy
2: in the sofa <laughs> I, I
1: already know you <laughs> I've seen you like a couple of minutes ago <laughs> but great, but I'm sure you're okay <laughs> but yeah. I'm just trying yeah. to communicate that there is at least one other person in the world other than my wife who considers it a joy to know me <laughs> oh, great. I find it a joy to know you yeah. thanks Beth. But Rachel, <laughs> yes. how did you get here Rachel? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so and it's because we, Craig and I were interns in Uh, Presbyterian Halls uh, for Queen's University in Belfast and that's called Derivogie Halls and um, so I'd lived there while I was doing my English degree for three years and then uh, had the opportunity to apply for an internship for a fourth year which involved getting alongside the students you know sitting up the law hours really chatting to them playing
1: <laughs> uh, <Nintendo>. Nazi zombies. <laughs> well, that was on, more uh, your Call of, of Duty. Yeah, <laughs> eating pizza, lighting baseball bats on fire with Sam Allen out in the, <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the outside. Lear, we shouldn't to really tell people that? Should
0: we? learning how to to make chicken goujons from scratch and
1: five spice chicken sense. and
0: five oh five spice chicken. Yes. Okay, Derek. Okay, Cleek. <laughs> <laughs> <should> you <just laughs> <should> have <laughs> a moment. <there. laughs> this this is all relevant. This is all yes. This is relevant. Yes. So. That was really, and and we Craig and I were working as part of the Chaplaincy team, and and really it was just it was my first experience of really that kind of pastoral s- side of things where you are getting alongside the students, getting alongside folks and building those relationships. And I thought, yeah, this this is something I think I would really love to do, but I, I wasn't quite sure what it looked like. I knew for sure didn't really feel strongly about doing anything with my an english degree <laughs> because like what do you do with an english you degree you be a professional
1: english person <laughs> an englishist i i can and do that as well no,
0: that's okay <laughs> but uh, yeah not teaching teaching i ruled out that was a scary okay. thought. so i thought what else can i do with my life lord can you show me and then the, the deaconess training came up um, uh, I didn't know anything about what a deaconess is, uh, so I asked Church House for information. They sent it back, and it was like a wee light bulb went on. I was like, yes. H-
2: had you ever encountered deaconesses before? Nope. <laughs> you had no preconceptions? No preconceptions.
0: Right. I just know my brother had said, why don't you look into this? Because he knew I was thinking about what am I going to do with my life uh and so that was great i was like lord this looks amazing i will just leave this with you and try and find a job in the real world for a while and see how that goes so uh, i moved back home to balmina this is a balmina accent no <laughs> well for some yeah. of our
2: american listeners <laughs> listener, <Yeah>. listeners <laughs> <laughs> you have
0: heard it here and isn't it lovely? <laughs> <Nope>. So <laughs> <laughs> I've just <laughs> yeah, isolated like the entire Bellarmine <laughs> <laughs> right Presbyterian. We need those guys. We love you. <laughs> um, so I um, ended up working in Costa Coffee in Antrim and Junction 1 for a, for a while. And then I uh, had the opportunity to go and work for Open Doors, which is a Christian charity working to help persecuted Christians around the world and really it was those two things that I I could I can look back now and see how God was leading me into the path of deaconess training and and being called to being a deaconess because well when I think about it in Costa you were learning how to serve other people you know you're you're picking up all the, the dirty dishes and doing all the pretty rotten jobs that nobody else wants to do and <laughs> so so but that's good because it teaches you the importance of serving just like jesus served his disciples and, and everyone um like when he was washing their feet and then the uh the open doors job it helped me to see that <laughs> I, it was great and it was great to have an insight into the work but it made me realize i don't want to be working in an office <laughs> for the for l- rest of my life i want to be out and about with people yeah. love people uh, and yeah so i knew that that w- work wasn't for me but then my job was made redundant and opened doors and I, I was sitting with my boss and she explained all this and she just happened to say rachel have you ever thought about becoming a deaconess and my jaw hit the floor because i had never mentioned that to her so i knew that this was god speaking it turned out that um she had her she had a deaconess in her church and she had just uh, got to know me over the past few months and thought this is maybe what you should be thinking about doing and then so i left the job and opened doors and then the applications for deaconess training came out the next week so that one that was literally god closing the door on open doors and opening another door.
2: It, and from mm-hmm. I guess that interview process yeah. you were then taken to um, the place where we train our, our ministers uh, and uh, Deaconesses, mm-hmm. uh, you, yeah. went, you went up to the, the illustrious halls of, uh, of Union Theological College, mm-hmm, uh,
0: mm-hmm.
2: when did that begin and, and, and how did you find it? Uh, yeah
0: so <laughs>
2: back to university for you in a sense back
0: to uni yeah back to all the lovely essays and things um it's a wee bit different uh in terms of training compared to the ministry students <laughs> i was in first year and, and craig was in his third year um we do what's a, a pg dipman i think is the official title. And diagonal studies which is basically two out of the three years of the undergraduate theology degree and um and then some extra ministry classes but we don't have to study Greek and Hebrew which I'm not gonna lie that was a bit of a (laughs) a relief (laughs) but um it's a great place for grounding you in what you believe and I I felt like it was really helpful in union to to do those kind of classes that were grounding you in the the foundations of your faith, like systematic theology and where here's why we believe this and why we don't believe this, and and Westminster Confession. Yeah. you know they were they were great, um. But no amount of studying can really prepare you for life. To be honest, you know, you people who are struggling with their health or people who are in the depths of grief because because every person is different in how they respond to situations and and also what stage they're at in terms of faith people are just individuals really and you have to take them as they are so so that's why it's so helpful having the the practical placements as well before we were kind of just thrown out there in the deep end um I was in New Mills for a year and a half, which was um, a big country church um, outside Portadown in Lurgan. And that was wonderful because I was there for longer and it allowed me to build deeper relationships and have experience of, of leading groups, uh, leading Bible studies and uh, leading a 20s and 30s group, setting that up and and yeah, just a great experience. So so that was all really helpful. But as I say, you you need to actually be until you're actually in the work.
2: You know. so, so 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 tell me, um, mm-hmm. you Rachel, you finish at uh, Union?
0: Mm-hmm. The,
2: for for ministry students, um, we interviewed uh, Dave Curran uh, last yeah. time as as a licentiate, yeah. um, wh- whom we can bring congratulations to, and maybe he could tweet us and let us know where he has been uh, placed. He has accepted. Mm-hmm. A he, has exce- he has accepted a, a call. Yeah. That's where the Lord has placed them. But what how does it work for deaconesses? What mm. happens? Mm-hmm. Um, you kinda finish your postgraduate uh, diploma in ministry and deacon article deacon, uh, deaconal diaconal? Yeah. diaconal studies. Um, then what happens? Do you get a tap on the shoulder? Is there (laughs) someone at Church House or Assembly Building who says this is where you need to go or what happens? (laughs)
0: It's a good question. uh, We're really looked after well by the Deaconesses are under the umbrella of of, um, Presbyterian Women and the Council for Mission in Ireland because really we are like mission workers. Yes. Uh, So they they look after us and it would be that department would send out um an email to all the deaconesses whenever there's a, a job available or whenever there's an opening for for a deaconess post in a church or hospital or wherever um yes. and then um that gives you the opportunity then to apply. Just they, they, they only send it out to us. Which I mean is is good, and that you you know you're you're not up against loads of people, but then you're also up for a job against your friends, which is I'm sure some ministry students can relate to as well, you know. But so that God, God God calls the person to where they are meant to be. Yeah. That's what we know for sure.
1: So that email will go mm. out to the group of deaconesses. Yeah. What is the collective noun for <laughs> a group of deaconesses? <laughs> does 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 one exist?
0: A herd. A herd of deaconesses? Ah. Said said the deaconess? Yeah, 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 that was not us. <laughs> no, no, it's it. a diaconate. A diaconate, diaconate. of deaconesses? Yes. Uh-huh. That's a tongue twister, I mm-hmm. like that. Diaconate of deaconesses. Mm-hmm. A diaconate of deaconesses. Yeah, but um, we, have, we have the deaconess association, yes. which is the group of all of us. And we meet throughout the year and um, we have, we get togethers, but we, you know, we meet to encourage each other in our work and, and just, just getting to know each other better as friends and support each other. And So we have like an elected committee, um, so that's president and secretary and treasurer and committee members. So I'm the secretary these past two years and that has helped me be more of an organized person and you know having But Rachel
1: don't you have a a reputation for being incredibly (laughs) organized, incredibly punctual and that kind of thing?
0: That is is a work in progress, (laughs) that is ongoing uh, sanctification. just like to
1: share with our listeners that whenever we finished our year in DV we had a yearbook and one of the quotes in the yearbook was, uh, Rachel don't people time you with a calendar?
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was hoping you weren't going to say that, well, but yeah, it's true.
1: But you're you're you are getting like better. Yes. <laughs> you're great. No, no, no. Like you were only eleven minutes this morning, <laughs> so it was pretty good. And that was
0: that was getting lost. <laughs> in,
2: in the south of Ireland, um, if, if memory serves me. Uh, whatever time you arrived was the, the right time. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you arrived at, at perfectly the right time yeah. <laughs> for our recording this morning, precisely when she went to. That oh, was great.
1: Yeah, we have just but moved house recently so it's up mm-hmm. a up a road that's you can't it's easy to get lost on so that's
0: mm-hmm. totally fine yes. but um yeah so it's great being part of the deaconess association because yep. there's all the all these women these sisters in christ who i can go to at any time and ask for advice or ask for prayer we have our wee district prayer groups as well ah. and um
2: Maybe putting you on the spot mm-hmm. a little bit, um, uh, Rachel. But h- how many deaconesses are
0: there currently? Well, um, I would, I would guess there's a, maybe about fourteen of us working at the minute. But Great. but two more have retired this year. We're actually having a retirement dinner tomorrow night for Very them because nice. we because we always like to celebrate and give thanks for the the ladies who've just retired and for all the work they've done over the years. So, um, yeah, I'd say about. 12 to 14 of us working at the minute
1: great yeah that's great mm-hmm. um what are you reading at the minute because no. i know you are a reader yeah. you're yes, very much a reader i do I you've do. always been a reader as long as i've known you uh, what, what are I you reading at the, at the minute I enjoy a good book
0: yeah we go um well so you know, union doesn't completely destroy your, your love of books. <laughs> 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 Only joking. There were some good ones there, but you know, it's it's lovely now. I've been able to pick what I want to read and what I think will be really helpful to me and in, and in, uh, serving folks. So, um, so I was reading through First Samuel, but uh, you you know, it was good because then that kind of brought up, uh. What maybe was a difficult question, like some tricky stuff, like why, why did Saul, why did God command Saul to um, eliminate the um, Amalekites? Eliminate uh, the Amalekites. That's a tongue twister, there. Yeah. I don't know what tongue twisters but are yeah, a tricky. So, one. so that kind of led me to looking for a book, you know, well, it's going to address those kind of tricky questions, and I found the God I don't understand reflections on tough questions of faith by christopher j h right and it's a great book because he doesn't pretend to have it all figured out he's acknowledging the the mystery of god and, and the wonder of him but and he struggles with these things but he wants to honor god and and talking about them so i th- thought it's books like these that are really helpful you know if i'm talking to folks and they have these kind of questions as well i want to be Thinking these things through too.
1: So. Surprising how much, how many times those kind of questions are the ones that come up.
0: Yeah.
1: In pastoral visitation, yeah, you know, those kind yeah, of
0: uh-huh.
1: off the cuff, almost curveball questions. Oh, but it's yeah. good to be able to have an answer to those, yeah. those, those tough topics and those tough questions. Absolutely. Yeah. To to share that you're
2: wrestling with it too, uh-huh. uh, and I've given thought too. Yeah. Rachel, tell me, um, you've shared a little bit about your. Um, you're, I guess, people don't work to nine to five. You know, you're having to kind of meet folk where they are. And it's part of the pastoral uh, ministry. You get a phone call, um, maybe from uh, your minister to say, you know, so and so is not well, and and you have to go. And, um, but how how does it? How do you then balance work, um, uh, sort of life? Um, Family, how does that all work out for you?
0: Yeah, I know it's you know it's making time to spend with the family that that is a big priority for me because especially with being a single person, you know it's it's so good to have that quality time with them and and support. So, um, so I have Saturdays as my day off, and I try to just really protect those days this is my time with the family or with friends as well because it's really good to see Mm -hmm. friends too and thankfully my family are quite nearby um well palomine is only half an hour up the road so it's really not that far Uh and then my brother and my sister-in-law they live five minutes away uh, um on the shore road and my sister and my brother-in-law and my two nephews they live ballyroberts which is 10 minutes 15 minutes away so it's lovely that we're all in the same area and it makes it a lot easier trying to to meet up and do things together Um, you know i know that they always have my back as well and they are i'm thankful that they are so supportive Mm. Um, but you know as a single person too it can be so easy to get caught up in stuff in church and be like oh yeah i'll do this i'll do this no problem without even really thinking about it. So I'm trying to be better now, just protecting that time, especially on a Saturday. And say, no, this is my time with them. So.
1: That's cool. Listen, Rachel, it has been great chatting with you this morning. Thank you so much for coming okay. and, and having a chat with us. It's been mm-hmm. great. Um, As we said earlier, we have a copy of uh, this book that you've recommended uh, this week, The The God I Don't Understand by Christopher J. H. Wright, and that's our giveaway this week. We'll give that away randomly to someone who likes and shares uh, the second episode of PCI Cast from our Twitter page. So that will be going live uh, very shortly, so we'll announce who wins that book uh, on our next episode. Uh, Rachel, if people want to follow you on Twitter, how can they do that?
0: Uh, I th- I think I'm Rich Cube. I only go on sporadically, to be honest. So, what did you say you earlier on you went on sporadically to, to f- check? Oh, I had to follow what David Robertson's up to. <laughs> <laughs> what what The wisdom that he has to share, because he's, he's a wise fella.
1: Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. So we can follow you. I think it's Rach underscore Cube.
0: Yeah, I think does
1: so. Does that sound about right? It uh, does sound right, yeah. But we'll, we'll update. Ben, if people want to follow you on Twitter. I am... Um, I, i'm a little
2: bit like you rachel in that i go on twitter pers- mm. per- sporadically yeah. um I, I find it a, a hard place to be but if you want to fo- follow me it's ben s preston uh on twitter maybe i'll go on to instagram is instagram happier? is that
1: a happier place i think instagram yeah. is or one is of it the most dreadful <laughs> things <laughs> Is it, is it worse right, if you if you like your photos
0: it's better it's a good better you're place. an
1: insta girl yeah though, well aren't you, you, I, I have not eaten. as
0: much as i used to be you have to be honest um
1: well, going back now. even before it was cool you used to take a photo of every plate of food you, <laughs> you know, there was yeah. a bowl of cornflakes i had the flat four kitchen
0: <laughs> I, have, I have an appreciation for those mundane things.
2: <laughs> I, I'm just trying to find a, a happy place on the <laughs> internet. And maybe PCI cast um, this uh, conversation about uh, life and faith in the Presbyterian Church in Ireland um, is the place for me to have my uh, <laughs> digital presence uh, and, and to go at it that
1: way. Yeah. So we can follow you at Ben S. Preston. You can follow me at rookie underscore minister. Uh, and then you can follow the podcast itself mm-hmm. at PCI cast Uh, Rachel thank you again thank you very much it's been tremendous to have you enjoy your Thanksgiving dinner for uh, retiring sisters tomorrow night did you say (laughs) Uh, we'll be praying for you we'll be praying for the whole diaconate of deaconesses as you go about PCI and all your various uh, ways of serving the Lord Uh, and it's great to, to have you great to know that so many faithful women are it's just like you so thank you so much
0: thank you Indeed. thank you
2: rachel and uh listeners do stay uh, tuned for our um we'll soon have to have a christmas special it's only around the corner oh.
0: um, <laughs> <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> the tree suggestions
2: for interviews in the wide world of uh, the presbyterian church in ireland are always uh, welcome as well i think uh, private message us or, or, or grab us and let us know but yes God bless you, uh, Rachel, and uh, your East ministry India there
0: Sassi. in uh, White Abbey.
2: I believe you're um, you'll be seeing a, uh, another Preston later today uh, with the the ladies.
0: Yes, uh, Keith, Keith, your dad is yeah. coming to speak to our ladies group at at half two today. So shameless
2: plug forward. for the international. Shameless point. plug yeah. for the international meeting point. Have
0: a yeah. good day. Thank you very much. Thanks everyone. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening to PCIcast. Join us again next time for another conversation about life and faith in the Presbyterian Church in Ireland. In the meantime, don't forget to follow us on Twitter using at PCICast. See you next time.
2: Okay, let's, let's roll. It's 20 past 10. I'd say we'll be wrapping up in about half an hour. Okay. Yeah. But it's Richard Cubitt, so it could be six hours. <laughs> <laughs> you play uh, our... Hang on a sec. The best way to do this is... <laughs> that's about <laughs> eight minutes, <laughs> so you know where
1: to look for it in the... Aye. Okay. That's fine. Or, or I'll just... I'll do it. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't leave it. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. It's okay. Fine. okay. I'll just cut it. I think, right. I think <coughs> you
0: should do the theme tune from now on. Just bah, 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 bah. Oh, yeah, it's fine. Right. <laughs> I,
1: we'll I can't do Ruth's voice. So okay, <laughs> three, two, one. You don't do that. Don't count me down. I'm counting you down. It's like blast off. Right. Uh, okay. Let's let's get this going.